This is a Rooster Teeth production. Five, four, three, two, one, three o'clock. He was a second early. <laughs> it did look. It did look a little early. Uh, I, uh, not to get into a whole thing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the <laughs> Face Podcast. This is episode one five one. My name is Jeffrey Rando. Rando. Jeffrey Rando. I. F- I, f- I f- can I do another take? Yeah, I go ahead. Do a bit. You can do as many as you want. Are you gonna do a preview? There's no limit. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, that would be crazy. <laughs> well, now I've completely botched it in all ways. Uh, my name is Jeffrey Paul Wright, and with me as always, Raymond Somer in Canada and Pat Gavindale from the UK. Uh, well, they are all Eagles. <laughs> Raymond, Pat, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I used a, my birth name, the name I was born with, Jeffrey Paul Wright, just in case you didn't know that. I used to try and uh, have like an alter ego character when I was at school. It was called Errol. Errol? Errol, like Errol Flynn. Uh, he didn't have a last name. What? <laughs> what was the point of Errol? Like, what did he do? What was the character? What was the alter ego? What was your thing? Uh, he was like me, but a bit cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, when you say, <laughs> I mean, oh, that was, uh, so I mean, that was Errol talking. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem. <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> That feels really weird to make a whole alter ego for just a little bit cheeky. Like well, I feel like there needs to be a wider change for you. I know. Have an alter All my friends ego. decided to do it. Like I had a friend uh, called Frank, and he was like, "Oh, that was a little bit of Herman there." <laughs> that would. <laughs> it would be like if I said I have an alter ego named the Flux, and the difference was I wore hats as the Flux. That was how you could tell. Like it doesn't really matter. It's a slight difference. You probably came across the same. I was probably 13, though, so there's not a lot of logic behind it. <laughs> can, I, can I ask a question? Yeah. Andrew, you pulled the name The Flux out of thin air so quickly. It sounds like a name that you have been thinking about for a while. Where Did you just invent that off the top of your head? I did the top of my head. I went through like three other ones, and that one sounded the best. I went The, the Flux. flux. <laughs> the Flux. Errol Flynn versus The Flux. <laughs> we got superhero characters. We're set. Oh my god, that's funny. One is a bit cheeky and the other wears hats. <laughs> <laughs> and is named the something. <laughs> it's like a superhero. What's your power? I have hats. <laughs> I, I wear hats. I have a head that can fit a hat. I Great. don't get sun in my eyes so I can see better. <laughs> Reduce sunburns. <laughs> that's a weird start, wasn't it, that episode? That's a great start. I can't believe that's maybe the biggest reveal. To begin an episode. Yeah, that's a big what one. A, have you ever told anybody that? Has that ever been in any other piece of content that you can remember? Um, Errol? No, yeah, I don't think I've ever mentioned that. Errol Free. I once tried and, to convince Michael that my birth name was Cedric, uh, but he didn't yeah. go for it. No. Yes. Uh, I couldn't get through it without laughing, so he, he found <laughs> me out. <laughs> that is a giveaway. So is Errol still around? Like, is there a cheekier version of you now that can still come out? Or should I be like, oh, that's Errol speaking? Or when did Errol die? I think Errol died the same year he was born. Um, but <laughs> really? I feel, like, I feel like now, like, maybe if I'm, oh, maybe if I'm a little bit tipsy now, maybe can Errol we, will come back. Can we get a tombstone? Can we get, like, a grave for Errol somewhere? Can we have, like, an official placement? 
for Errol? Yeah, like uh, 2002 to 2002, Errol? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Errol but like in a cemetery. <laughs> can, we, can we just buy his face and put an Errol grave down? <laughs> I bet we could. I bet we could. Uh, and then f- face listeners can go and pay their respects to Errol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we probably want an isolated part of the cemetery it's for that. Like fucking Jim Morrison's grave. You can go leave shit there. How much would it cost to to bring in a load of dirt to the show floor of RTX and put tombstone in it? Oh man. Oh, that's a great that's great for the museum. That's perfect. <laughs> Errol. Did Errol have a, was it Errol Free or was it a different last name? Was it a it just, just Errol? Just Errol, just Errol okay. like in quotes. Errol. Now you've been talking a lot about Errol was cheeky. Can you give us some cheeky Errol examples of when Errol would come out? Yeah, what's an Errolism? I think if, if I was just I can't really remember. You'd have to, I'd have probably have to talk to some of my old friends to be like, you remember when Errol would come out? <laughs> did Did Errol have walkout music? <laughs> did you have a whole alter ego? Did you think now would Errol just come out? Would you just say something and that was Errol, or would you think about it and decide, you know what, Errol's gonna make an appearance here? I'm gonna say that slightly more cheeky thing. Um, I think I would always talk about him in the past tense, like Errol had happened. Oh, be, so it's like a cover. Like you'd be cheeky and you'd be like, ah, sorry guys, Errol showed up for a minute there. That but we was... all had these characters and we'd all we'd all wait. talk about our characters. <laughs> wait, wait, you all had characters? Well, yeah, like Frank had Herman. <laughs> we all, we all ha- but we would like often talk about what they were like <laughs> look, look I had a very long walk to school alright I had about a 35 minute trek across town oh it my was God. boring you had to do these things I respect I just love what I, could, I couldn't have lived further from the school without being like in a bus district I thought this was a you thing. The fact that you had a community of friends all doing the same thing. I'm so glad you all found each other. That's such a There's wonderful. Four of us. I think. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's delight, a positively delightful. Oh man! I also had a, another character that I would only bring out amongst a certain <laughs> few people. This was probably when I was <laughs> <laughs> when I was 20. You have uh, two? Yeah, oh. in the south of France. Whenever we would, I used to go there a lot with the same group of friends. And I would always whip out a character called uh, Stuart the Bumbling Customer, and I would like look at st- I would <laughs> look at stuff on the shelves. I'd like pick up a shampoo and then accidentally knock down like seven shampoos, and it would just crack up these three friends. And then I have to go back and like put it all back up because uh, I worked in a supermarket and I couldn't live myself to leave it like that. But I would just knock shit over in a supermarket and then be like, they'd be like, oh, Stuart's back. <laughs> That uh, honestly, I shouldn't. I talking about all this in a uh, row for like six minutes. I'm starting to feel like a real freak. So I want to put no. <laughs> I I feel like Stewart is more normal. Stewart feels like you're doing a sketch almost. Like that's a character yeah. where Errol feels like a strange. You're just slightly more sassy. I've pulled out Stewart around Meg before. She hates it. She's not a fan. So uh, Stewart Stewart also has died. Unfortunately, I can't believe I've known you. I've known you five years before Stuart was born, and I've never seen Stuart. The thing is, I forget stuff. Like I'm, yeah. I, I probably forgot it for a decade, and then I whipped it out again. But yeah, in, in the <laughs> middle, I lived with you, and I think Stuart and Errol were both dead at the same time. Well, wow. and also, like you have different, you have different shit for different friends, right? Like, and that's so, true. Oh yeah, it, it, you probably you compartmentalize that stuff, and you don't realize it. Yeah, oh, I should have whipped out Stuart when uh when we were shopping for the tiniest thing the other day. 
<laughs> Eric, can you imagine if Gavin slipped into a character named Stuart that we had never seen or been exposed to before in the grocery? I would have lost my mind. We just keep asking him questions about the rules, and he knows that he has to answer them, but he won't. And now I hate, I would hate Stuart. That's terrible. I hate it. Oh, boy. Oh, man. What a start. Where did, hey, can I ask where do the names come from? Was Errol a name that you were just, like, fascinated with? Or, like, it was it I just think it's sort a of really, like a... I think it's a really funny name. Okay. I think it's great. Errol? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to yell. Like, if you're annoyed with somebody. It would it, I mean, it, I, mean you, I haven't heard it yelled. Were you aware of the famous British actor Errol Flynn? God, it was no. like Robin Hood and all that stuff. No, <laughs> no I, I didn't know anyone. Wasn't, Errol. wasn't modeled after him in any way. That's great. No. Thank you for sharing that. I think Errol Flynn was Australian, wasn't he? He might have been. I don't know. It's okay. all the same. What would your, if you had, did you guys go into any <laughs> characters when you were younger? Not that had names. Yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, what? What was yours? I, <laughs> I used to be. I <laughs> oh, no. I used to, <laughs> I used to be, <laughs> <laughs> I used <laughs> what is this gonna be i'm so worried <laughs> talk about not thinking about stuff for years and years, and years. <laughs> up and until i was way too old whenever i was by myself i would pretend i was wolverine <laughs> like like in what way to call myself logan walk around <laughs> like always be ready to pop the claws like oh, always looking so around good. for like ninjas to be attacking me uh and i and i mean and by too low i mean i was probably i might have been 14 when i stopped oh man <laughs> i was hoping this is later like so seven, what would you do would so you like, like from like to seven to like yeah i'd be oh, like man. i'd walk around in my neighborhood be like i'm the best at what i do and that <laughs> very pretty and i would do all this shit, and i would say all that stuff and i'd be like on my way to like if i was gonna go to my friend mike's house i'd be like on my way to rendezvous with cyclops or like whatever you know and i would just have all these x-men fantasies in my head and i was always wolverine i had like some i had some excuse for why i was taller than wolverine something had happened to me i don't oh, remember it's it was fucking great yeah now did did mike know he was cyclops or was this just all no internal? nobody nobody okay. had any idea i never shared this when oh, it would rain so oh my god dude all the best Wolverine comics were like him, like bending down, popping his claws in the rain. He's got like a menacing face on and you know shit's about to get real. So anytime it would rain in Alabama, I would run outside and run around as Wolverine in the rain. I was fucking. So I yeah. assume this was before the amazing Saturday morning cartoon with the amazing theme tune. Uh, it would have probably been around then. Uh, probably a okay. little bit before, maybe a year or two before. I think that was like 90. When did that come out? Like 91, 97, something like that. 91, 97. I uh, can't. What you said, walking around ready to pop the claws. And when that situation <laughs> presented itself, Jeff, what would happen? I'd pop the claws. Okay. I imagine him walking around the, with like three carrots between his fingers. <laughs> I'd pop the claws. I'd pop the claws and then I would fucking take out invisible dudes. Yeah. I feel like that's like a wrist snap in my head you do for like the action or like what the pop is. Yeah. Almost like shooting. Yeah. That's so great. I love that you did that. I don't have that. I wish I had. Do you remember when Wolverine died? Do you have a moment for that when you just stopped? Uh, yeah. It wasn't Wolverine that... Wolverine, he, he caught a stray bullet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he, he caught a stray from another thing. I was... I think I may have told this story on this podcast or maybe on a different one, so I'll be brief. But, like, I was in my front yard one day playing G.I. Joe versus Transformers, as you do. Uh, <laughs> and 
like I had built this base out of this dirt pile and G.I. Joe was going in to infiltrate. Uh, the Transformers were the bad guys this day. So it flipped. You know, sometimes the Transformers were the good guys. Sometimes it was G.I. Joe. It just depended on whatever the storyline was. And, uh, and they were infiltrating and they were going to try to blow this base up. And I just wasn't having fun. And I'm like, I'm 14 or 15, I think, at this mm-hmm. point. And I just wasn't having fun. And I went inside. And what you do when playing with G.I. Joe gets boring is you go find your firecrackers and then you start blowing. And then you start uh, laying depth charges and fucking C4 <laughs> and stuff and blowing stuff up. And I, I was blowing up my G.I. Joe characters and it still wasn't fun. And I just remember looking at them and thinking... This is never going to be fun again. This is over. I just grew up. Like, I was like, this is the moment when I realized I'm not a kid anymore and I'll never, I'll never enjoy this again. And it made me so unbearably sad that there was a kid who lived next door to me. I lived in a duplex at the time. It was a kid who lived next door to me who was about 11 or 12. I couldn't fucking stand him. He was obnoxious. But... I uh, I just took all my G.I. Joes that day and I put everything in a trash bag and I just walked over and I gave it all to him. And I was just like, you can have this. I don't I don't think I'll ever use it again. And I think Wolverine, I don't specifically remember the day that Wolverine's healing powers finally failed and he succumbed <laughs> to old age or death or whatever. Uh, but uh, but he definitely died that day, I think, in my in my heart. You know, oh, and that man. was that was like the day I remember the day I remembered I wasn't a child anymore and I was something That's else. So sad. And what was even sadder, because the like what was even sadder in that moment was I realized I, I no longer had joy in the things that I had been enjoying my entire childhood, but I didn't know what I did like. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I don't I, I know I don't like all the stuff I used to like now. What do I like going forward? You know, and I it was it took me a little while to figure that out. I would have loved if <sighs> you had a one last claw pop moment. If you just had the, you were aware, you're like, this is it. This is the last one. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe like, who knows? Maybe once or twice, you know, in the woods when I'm 15 or 17 (laughs) or whatever, you'd have a moment where you'd slip into it and then you'd be like, oh, what am I doing? I'm fucking 17 or whatever. But yeah, that's great. I imagine just all your friends were gone for some reason. You're just waiting for a bus on your own and you just popped them. Yeah, yeah, probably. (laughs) See if I still could, you know, see if they still work. You're like, "I I don't, I don't, I don't resort to violence anymore, but it's good to know I can if I have to. Wow, who would have thought Andrew was the normal one? Well, no, I'd, I mean, I didn't have a name. I had a similar, very similar experience to Jeff where I'd play, like, with plastic swords in, like, the backyard and pretend I was having fights and whatnot. And I distinctly remember being, like, 10 years old and doing it and having the thing of, like, I can't buy into this anymore. And mm-hmm. I just never did it again. Just, like, the sadness of, like, oh, man, all the joy, like you said. I did, this, is, this isn't fun anymore. I can't buy into this. This is sad. This is an end of a chapter. Yeah. It is. It- it is. Uh, it was a legitimately, and I assume it's the same for you, Andrew. It was a legitimately heartbreaking moment for me. Very heartbreaking. Life, which is why I'm 47 and I can still recall it like it was yesterday. Yes. You know, those those become foundational memories. Yeah. Absolutely. And I wish I I wish I still had that. Like it's a thing I lost that I wish I still maintained. I'd love to be able to have that much fun just swinging a plastic sword around. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you can't. You could have done that whenever you wanted to at Achievement Hunter. It was tons of fun. <laughs> was a, lot of, a lot of sword play back then. Eric and Nick, were, were either of you freaks? <laughs> no, not. I can't think of anything that I did like that. Like when I was a, like a kid, we pretended to be the X-Men, but it wasn't like I was walking around waiting to pop the claws. <laughs> yeah, you're it ready. It was just, you know, playing go. with friends, being like, we're the X-Men and like, yeah fighting fake things like that that was kind of it 
I would use a pseudonym a lot. I would use the name Terry Modesto Jr. when I had to fill out paperwork <laughs> that I didn't want anything to do with. Uh, that was just my knee-jerk go-to. But it didn't, like, I didn't have, I wasn't a bit cheeky when it happened. Uh, I just continued being me. <laughs> Where did Terry Modesto Jr. come from? That's such a specific name. I don't know. It just, it seemed like a, like a real fake name to me. Like, it seems like a fake name, but... But it just has like one layer where you go, could be a real name. And that that to me is where it really worked. I feel like all of our fake names give a good indication of where we all grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, Gav, I think you deserve the most credit. I was playing some shit I read in a comic book. You invented characters out of sackcloth and ashes. just like out of, <laughs> out of thin air. I think that's probably a lot harder. Uh, I, I, I have a lot of respect for that. And same as Terry Modesto Jr., of course. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you guys weren't just like latching on to some uh, IP that was already popular. You were creating your own. I feel like the, the next episode is going to have a great intro. That's all I'm saying. Nick. <laughs> yeah. What is Nick talking about in the chat? Uh, I had a weird combined one as a kid. What? It was a grouping. So it was like uh, my friends and I were fans of the Power Rangers as kids, but we also liked professional wrestling. So we would kind of combine them. You'd be like, oh, the, the Red Rangers going off the top ropes kind of thing, you know, like doing goofy <laughs> shit like that. So it would be like, Jason, Tommy, you know, like uh, goofy stuff like that. But the day that it ended, I remember very well when Tommy and Jason were put to rest is when uh, oh. we were wrestling on a giant trampoline and I drop kicked my friend off the ledge. <laughs> he was fine. He was fine. But on that day, the magic Long died a little the bit. Oh, yeah. that, was the, that was the last day of the Wrestle Rangers. Yeah, the Wrestle Rangers <laughs> ceased to be. It's, whenever Nick does the voice of himself as a kid, I, I can't help but picture the little propeller on his head as he's doing <laughs> God damn. Man, what a funny, what a funny conversation we stumbled into. That I was <laughs> That's twenty minutes of shit that definitely wasn't written down anyway. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any of that in my notes. <laughs> I just, I can't. It's gonna be a while before I escape the idea of Eisen, Ivan Ooze getting hit by a steel chair with like Nick as a kid. Just the purple shit flying everywhere. That's great. Nick. I love that. Oh man. What a time. Oh, that, yeah, I can't believe we're what, like almost 20 minutes into this. And this is not you are, as far as I'm concerned, Jeff, the star of this episode. You have I want to know so much about how your weekend went. We built up the big sports weekend last episode. I need I haven't asked any questions in our personal life because I'm, I'm just so excited to hear it. Here. I've just seen one clip. Yeah, I saw we've seen the same thing. Yeah, let me let me let's get into that. We'll mix it up with that. Although I don't know how many great stories there are to tell or anything, but I'll I'll, re, I'll recount the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'd love Eric, to hear Eric that. can as well. He was a part of most of it. Um, but I do have I have to I have some hot uh, info that I need to drop that you guys okay. are not aware of. Eric knows about it, but the rest of you don't. Uh, there has been a major, major, major face update. In the last oh, week. Man. Oh, man. What happened? An insane thing has happened. I'm terrified. About five days ago, Emily walked in to Millie's bedroom to uh, ask her a question or something. And Millie was just sitting at her bed, chomping on an apple. And Emily said, hey, where'd you, where'd you get that apple? We don't have any apples. <gasps> oh, and Millie no, said, no. Oh, yeah, no. we do. Millie ate oh. my cosmic crisp. <laughs> she had no idea... To her credit, it was just sitting in the fridge by itself in the back. I had hidden it behind stuff. 
but she Ugh. found it. Uh, I don't remember the day we put it in, but it's got to be at least three or four months old. She ate the entire thing, even after I told her, stop, it's not good. She insisted that it was. She said it was the best tasting apple she has ever eaten in her life. And she said it was defined by the, by the fact that one half was very sweet and the other half was very sour. So she felt like she got two apples in one. Was it like which side was facing the back of the fridge? Or I, I assume so. I assume it had to be something like that. Oh, uh, no. But yeah, so our. I gotta, oh, my God. <laughs> reset the clock. Yeah, we got to reset so the clock. Good. I got to go out and buy a new apple. Because, uh, yeah, because Millie, <laughs> she Holy ate our progress. Shit. Can I Can I be honest with you about the apple thing? Yeah. I don't think I did that, right? I just never no, did. No, you never, you never did. did. There's a cosmic crisp in my fridge. What? What? It's. I found it the other day, like behind a bunch of stuff. <laughs> when what? did I? When did I put that in? I. You never told us that you did that. Yeah, I so, don't remember doing it myself. We we made fun of the fact that you never tried. I ate my apple after a few weeks. You never did it. When would that have been? And I and I asked Meg about it. I was like, "Is this yours?" And she's like, "She was like, no, that's your cosmic crisp." Oh, what? How old? When? Wow! I, don't, okay. I have no idea. Can you tell at all? Does it look old? Like how does yeah, it? Is it, it doesn't look great. Oh, that's probably a year. Do you think it wasn't you? Could it have been Errol? Vinci <laughs> <laughs> killed Errol coming out putting a cosmic crisp in there. Can you cut it in half and see if there's a sweet side and a sour side? <laughs> oh my god! So I I now I don't know how old that is. I might have to. Would you be willing to try it or like cut it open and, and maybe take a bite? Can, can we get photos of this? Because I feel bruised? like this is over a year. It has to. Should I go and take a photo of it now? Yeah. Uh, you can. If you want to, we're doing two. We can do it on the second one. We want to see it right. for the next one. Let's do it next week. A little teaser for the next, <laughs> week, next episode. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe she ate that. That's great. That gives me confidence because I've had uh, some Cosmic Crisps in my fridge for two weeks now, maybe. Two or three, and oh, I, I had the fine. yeah. No, I kind of had the concern. I thought, nah, they're fine. They're gonna last a while. Now I've, I've got so much more road to give before I need to worry about those things. It's great. <laughs> I'll have to go back and check my photos. I think I took a photo the day I put it in to to see the timestamp. But it, it must be three months. That's incredibly, yeah, yeah. Wow, what a great. So app. kudos to the Cosmic Crisp. It, it wasn't. A, <laughs> it didn't make it a year, but that only because it looked so delicious. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> The hemispheres of flavor is very interesting. I wonder if that's a permanent thing. Hmm. Yeah. Or a, or a thing across all the Cosmic Crisps of a year. So, XFL. You're going, oh, you yeah. went to it. You did the <laughs> thing. First off, first off, let me just say, it was a crazy sports weekend because the city of Austin hosted two NBA games, one on Thursday, mm -hmm. one on Saturday. And then I did the San Antonio Brahmas game on Sunday. So it was like, it was a shitload of sports in a very short amount of time. And which is awesome for me because I love fucking sports, right? But mm -hmm. what I don't like is leaving my house. So that part of it was hard. <laughs> uh, I took Eric to see the Spurs versus the Trailblazers on Thursday night. Uh, what did you feel? What do you think about that game, Eric? Uh, it was not good until the fourth quarter, where it became such a fun basketball game that the crowd was so into. We left going. Austin needs to have a team. It, yeah ruled so hard and and it had the halftime show that I always make a joke about because I've wanted to see it for years 
and it was real, and it happened. It is a small dog who does basketball tricks, and (laughs) it is the best. Halftime shows are really hit and miss because when Jeff went to the other game, it was just a dance crew. I don't Big care miss. About that. The move crew. Yeah. Lame. No offense, you're great dancers, but I want to see <laughs> I want to see a tiny dog do a 360 dunk again, goddammit. The the uh San Antonio Spurs have like a creature as their mascot and he challenged the small dog to a dunk contest and then the small dog won. It was so cool. He did That's a 360 great. dunk. It was so sick. It was awesome. This ad is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime this spring by delivering pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-prepare recipes right to your door. Skip the checkout lines and get outside in the warmer weather because HelloFresh has dinner covered. April is Earth Month, and HelloFresh is always committed to a cleaner planet. On average, HelloFresh meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint than the same meals made from supermarket ingredients. Plus, nearly all HelloFresh packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the U.S. Good food is too precious to waste. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients cut down on your food waste by at least 23% compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and the planet. I love HelloFresh. The boxes are so cool. The recipes are always delicious. I would strongly recommend it to anyone to check out. It's just such an awesome experience and... uh, yeah, it's delicious food and it's fun to make. Really easy to follow. When I first got it, I didn't know a lot about cooking, but it's it's really easy to track. It's great. So if you want to try HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash face50 and use code face50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. That's HelloFresh.com slash face50 and use code face50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Oh my god, did you hear that noise? That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, and the moment another business dream becomes a reality. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling Falcon signs or cookbooks, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. What's incredible to me about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business and take your business to the next level. Now it's your turn to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com face, all lowercase, Go to shopify.com slash face to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash face. Going online without ExpressVPN is like leaving your kids with the nearest stranger while using the restroom. 
Everybody knows how irresponsible that is. You always leave the kid with the furthest stranger. It's obvious. It's very clear advice. And most of the time, it's going to turn out to be fine. But you never truly know who you're trusting. Could be the Vancouver child kicker. Could be. I mean, I don't know who that is. Certainly not me, but it could be them. Why would you ever risk it? That's why you need to be using ExpressVPN. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, basically any network that's not your own, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data. Passwords, financial details, you name it. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that hackers can't steal your data. Hackers can make some serious cash selling personal information on the dark web, but ExpressVPN has made it easier than ever to keep your information safe. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're instantly protected. And ExpressVPN works on all your devices like laptops, phones, and tablets, so you can stay secure on the go. Connect your online data today at expressvpn.com face and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash face, expressvpn.com slash face. I got to echo Eric's sentiments. Uh, We went to the new, it's it's a new arena that was just built in Austin called the Moody Center. And uh, it's, you know, not built for NBA games, but it housed an NBA game beautifully. It would make, it already would be one of the best arenas in the NBA and the city of Austin deserves an NBA team, goddammit. And I'm going to say that. It's going to get really (laughs) annoying because I'm going to say that in every piece of content I record until Austin, Texas gets an NBA team, which will be probably 15 years at the earliest. Anyway, so Saturday, I took a Millie to the next game, and it was fine. Um, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves won by like 50 or something. It was ridiculous. Uh, But Sunday, we went to go see the San Antonio Brahmas. It was me, Emily, uh, Eric, and his small wife. We drove down to San Antonio together to the Alamo Dome, which if you're not familiar, uh, it's, a, it's a big arena in San Antonio where they have, it's like, a, it's like a cross between an arena and a convention center. Holds 75,000 people. It didn't oh on that God. day, but it holds 70, up to <laughs> 75,000 people. And it was the most, I don't even know how to, how to describe it. It was fucking, sur- oh, before I do that, I will. I must say, celebrity sighting at the NBA game on Saturday, we saw A-Rod. Mm. He's a part owner in the Minnesota Timberwolves, and he was there sitting courtside. So it was cool to see A-Rod at a game. That's awesome. Yeah. It, oh, he was next to Tony Parker, uh, who was also in attendance, and <laughs> Emily dubbed it Cheater's Row, where they were sitting, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know why, Tony Parker is famous for cheating on Eva Longoria with his teammate's wife causing that teammate to have to get traded because Tony Parker was a much better player. And then, of course, A-Rod and drugs. It would suck to get traded because your friend cheated. Yeah, it would suck. It would suck. I, I, I may be getting that a little wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's how it, how it shook out. Uh, Britt Berry's wife. There you go. Uh, mm. Yeah, of course, Nick knows. Um, uh, anyway, uh, the, the Brahmas game was awesome. Um, they gave us tickets to this place called The Bullpen, which is essentially... Uh, an area cordoned off immediately behind the end zone. And, yeah, you can see it right there. So we're at player level. Oh, and wow. We just, we just hung out there for a half an hour. They had a hot dog maker. Uh, and by maker, <laughs> I mean like a dude that makes hot dogs. And oh. so we had some really good chili dogs. 
and uh, sodas, Eric had some beers, and we just hung out and chilled out. And then uh, here's all the photos of us. Uh, and then, you know, this guy, this awesome dude, Brad, who works in the marketing department, came and grabbed me. Uh, lovely, lovely gentleman. Shout out to Brad. And he took me around to the tunnel and he said, okay, what's going to happen is, uh, and he introduced me to the, the flag, these three dudes that are flag carriers. And he was like, you're just going to follow these guys out, run with them, run where they go, and then I'll collect <laughs> you at the end. And he goes, and I go, got it. And then he moved on. And then some lady came up and she goes, all right, do you know what you're going to do? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to run with these three flag guys. I'm going to follow behind them and stay out of their way and then just go where they go. And she goes, not at all. You're going to run with the coach who, uh, if you are an NFL fan, uh, you might have heard of Heinz fucking Ward. So I got to run next to Heinz Ward onto the field. I waved my hat. They said my name. I was so fucking out of it, pumped up and excited and nervous. I didn't even hear them say my name. Uh, and then I ran around with Heinz Ward until he walked off the field. I didn't speak to him at all. He looked like he was very focused. He was thinking about plays. and shit. Uh, But it was an honor to get to be in the same hallway with him. I stood next to all the players. They're all at least a foot taller than me. Uh, and I'm six feet tall. That was wild. Uh, they're huge. And uh, and then that was it. And then we just went back and watched the game. And oh, I will say Brad told me it was very sweet of me. He said, hey, man, I want to let you know, I tried really hard to get them to introduce you as Jeff from <laughs> face, but they won't do it. So. <laughs> that was one of my questions. Teeth. <laughs> but I appreciated he, that he even attempted it. Um, I watched the clip that Emily sent me. I must have watched it six times. You gave it your all. You acted you like going. that was your full time job was to be running out with those guys. You did not. You did not hang around. I've never now, seen you move like that. You just. It looked like you wanted to do a really good job of running out. <laughs> I don't fuck around. Well, let me tell you what happened. I had it in my head. I'm running out with this with Heinz Ward, ex NFL player, right? But he's fucking old. And the kids in front of me. The flag dudes, they weren't like athletes or anything. And they had these big ass heavy flags. And I thought, I'll just jog out with them. They said, go. Those dudes took off like they were running the 440 <laughs> in the NFL combine. And, and, I, and I look over and Heinz Ward is, doesn't give a fuck about me. He is booking it. And I had to kick it into <laughs> another gear to keep up with them. I was, I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck? I didn't, I, I be, am I being timed? Like it was, they were hauling ass. And then I realized they don't fuck around in professional sports. This was no leisurely lap. They were, they meant business. So yeah, I, I, had, I had to give it my all. Did it not make it on TV? No. I, I don't think so. I never expected it, did not. it to. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was sad. Unfortunately, they should have showed that. Instead, they showed Heinz Ward in the middle of the field talking about losing with the other coach. He's like, we're not <laughs> doing good. How do you handle that? Um, did you have hot dogs? You ate hot dogs before you ran, Jeff? Because that's I even had, more impressive. I had two chili dogs. You had two. That was you on two chili dogs. That's, that was me on crazy. two chili dogs and a little pecan <laughs> sandy dessert thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a, I love that you wore the baseball jersey as your attire. I think that's very funny. I wanted to rep face without putting them in any kind of <laughs> a weird position, sure. you know? <laughs> uh, and so I thought the face baseball jersey was A, it doesn't say face on it in a visible way. It just says FF. I thought that was funny. And then also, what's funnier, what's more <laughs> face than wearing a baseball jersey to a football game? <laughs> Yeah, it's perfect. It's, yeah. it's the right attire. Even uh, though I own Brahma's clothes I could have worn. But I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> we should have collab merch. Oh, we should collab oh, with, the, with the... Face X Brahma's, wow. yeah. Wow. I hadn't even thought we should, about that. We should make it specifically for the people who are on this podcast and occasionally run out <laughs> XFL teams. 
I want to see Don Zimmer with some horns. Is what I want. Like, I want that rich for me. <laughs> oh man! Imagine if he had horns when he ran at Pedro. He would have been ready if there was a crossover. Uh, he had the, the the Brahmas. Yeah, he would be great. He would have won. It was it was cool to see. I was like really thrilled. It was so cool to be in the bullpen. Jeff got kind of whisked away, and then we were standing there going like, "Oh my god, he's gonna do it! He's gonna do it!" And he did it. And it was like so awesome to see that happen right in front of us. Uh, and then when Jeff came back, they were in the middle of the national anthem. And Jeff turned the corner and heard that the national anthem was playing. And I watched the army kick in like within him. <laughs> he stood. I've never seen Jeff stand up more straight and tall and like hand over the heart. It was immediate. And then it ended and he walked back over and he's like, hey, what's up? It was so, <laughs> man, that was beat into you. That was crazy. What am I yeah, supposed to do yeah. at American sports games as a Brit? Am I supposed to stand for that or is that yeah. treason? No, okay. it's not treason. You don't have to put your hand over your heart okay. uh, because that's like a pledge, but you can just stand <laughs> respectfully. That's what I would do. Yeah, I, I think that's what I did. I, was, I just yeah. stood there but without my hand. Yeah. You know, as an ex-soldier, you know, it's, it's kind of sad. In the olden days when I was in the military and uh, I was in uniform, um, I had to salute the flag. Uh, anytime I was within, I think, six feet of it, I had to salute it if it was moving. Um, so like if the flag bearers were like walking through a park a lot and I was within like six feet of it, I'd have to stop and salute. And maybe 10 Could feet. you just take uh, a wide berth? No, I was. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't trying to avoid salute. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was actually, you know, for all the all the silliness and nonsense aside, I'm, a, I'm fairly patriotic. I was pretty proud of my five years in the United States Army. I uh, feel pretty good about that. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> pretty happy, pretty, pretty, I love America. It's got some issues, but, um, so I, I actually kind of felt like it was an honor to be able to salute the flag. And when I got out of the military, I, I, I lost that right. Yeah. I, I don't wear a uniform anymore. I'm not allowed to salute out of uniform. And so I can only put my hand over my heart. And it always makes me a little sad that I can't salute the flag hmm. anymore. Oh, you wow. can't? I mean, Wait, I guess what? I could, I guess you... I fucking could, but it would be against like mil UCMJ protocol, which just doesn't matter, but it's just like, it, it is what it is. You you're know? not allowed to salute you're not supposed to, out of you're not uniform? Supposed to, you're not supposed to salute out of uniform, yeah. Or at least you weren't supposed to back when I was in the army. Things could change, but I doubt it. I, I think I've heard that. I've never yeah. heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, so I no longer do it. And uh, and which is a bummer, because I had one of the, not to brag, but I'm going to, I had one of the best salutes in, in the entire <laughs> army, I think. <laughs> I was so fucking, what? I used to practice. Yeah, Even the entire like, time I was in the be, army, I would I would practice my salutes. It'd be Wolverine claws one hand, salute the other hand. Just like I, I just like I have, you know, because I'm around tons of dudes. I uh, I have a perfect, perfectly straight salute arm from tip of my finger to my elbow. It's it's a perfect wedge. You can't beat it. It's most people. A lot of people can't get their hand and their arm and their wrist as straight as I can. And so I always felt like I was like <laughs> a, a bit of a super. I was a bit of a super. Uh, a bit of a superstar when it came to saluting. So yeah. super salute. Did we ever yeah. put out the video of you and Dan having a salute off? Because Dan salutes. <laughs> I don't think we should. Dan and the British Army has like a different salute. I think the hand is like backwards. Yeah, it looks yeah. <laughs> I th I think well listen I think it probably came out as a as a happy hour or something years and years and years ago yeah. but I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and look at it oh. <laughs> it probably doesn't hold up okay. <laughs> might, be little, might be a little offensive in 2023 who knows well we were all drinking back then it was all f we we're all friends yeah <laughs> so anyway it was awesome the Brahmas were awesome unfortunately they they succumbed to Houston in overtime but it was also an overtime game it was only the second mm -hmm. overtime game this year it was it was fucking cool
It was a crazy ending. Phenomenal. I saw the last quarter. So kind of the Brahmas to reach out to us and to do that and offer us uh, that opportunity. It was really, 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 really cool. I really appreciate it. It was great. The content that came out of it, I think, was really funny. Who filmed the Instagram video? Because they did an amazing job. It was perfect camera work. Probably Emily. Well, Emily did fantastic. Just the way it was staged of like the screen and then seeing you run by and then the ending is so perfect of Eric turning around cheering, being so genuinely happy about what's happening. It was great. It's a great I, video. I'm so glad she did too because it was all such a blur to me. I didn't really experience any of it. It was like over before it started. You know what I mean? It would have been funny to see you with a GoPro. <laughs> Just behind Heinz Ward, Jason. <laughs> Maybe we should... <laughs> Maybe we should put it up on YouTube or something. I don't know. Did yeah. we put it? We did. We, we put it on social media though. It's on Instagram. Yeah, if people want to okay. see it. Okay. It might be other places. I don't know. I tried to post a gift, but I don't think it worked. Yeah. What about? Uh, well, the nitro. Do we want to get nitro? Has that happened yet? Has that shifted? It has. Oh, there's the gift. Uh, it's the salute. What am I looking at here? <laughs> this is a salute that I think is better than Jeff's. It's the Arnold Rimmer salute. Oh, it isn't. It's not the whole thing. It's some of it, but uh. Maybe the maybe the best salute on television from Red Dwarf. <laughs> That's a pretty good salute. <laughs> I can't. I don't know that I can compete with that salute. <laughs> That's a tough. One. I like that you practiced. I appreciate it. You put an effort in. How often would you say you practiced doing that? How much time do you think you invested into having the perfect salute? Uh, nah, not often. Not much. Not often. Yeah, you, maybe fair. when you're getting ready in the morning in the mirror, you're like, "Do I still got it?" Uh, 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 how? Did, yeah, um, it's like maybe maybe throw a couple, three or four extra salutes a day in front of the mirror just to, just to make sure you're you're on point, <laughs> as they say. I have a question for Gavin, unrelated to all of this. I feel like you've already covered this, but it, it's strange. I have it in my notes. You said at the end of the last episode, I revealed my icing a uh, bag thing. As a thing that I didn't realize was weird until I stepped away from it. You said you'd have one this week. Do you have one, Kevin? So what was what was the, the task again to find out something the, that's the weird? The task was something that you do that's part of your routine that's weird, but you didn't you don't really realize it's weird until like you take a step back and you realize. I almost throw up every time I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I gag maybe four to five times every morning. Dude. Over the sink. And I'm just <laughs> Sometimes, I, if I get a bad day, sometimes like the second my tongue touches the toothbrush, I'm like, Ugh! and I just have the most, the loudest screaming into the sink in an, in an echoey bathroom. I don't know how Meg puts up with it. I'll just be like. <laughs> Emily does the same fucking thing. Like I have to leave the room when she's brushing her teeth because it's gross to listen to. Because yeah. she gag. I've seen her. Oh, I haven't seen. I've heard her throw up from brushing her teeth. Before. I've thrown oh up. God. I throw up maybe once every three <laughs> months from brushing my teeth. But it's not like a full boat. Yeah. It's just like I'll just go like and like a, a half a cup of liquid will fly out. Oh, yeah, and it's man. awful. And and I talked about this on the on probably in a let's play years ago. And it doesn't happen to me anymore because I live in Austin. But when I used to live in England, the second I would leave the house on a cold morning, I would gag. <laughs> something about the cold air like coming from a warm house i would just open the door the cold air would hit me in the face and in the middle of just like imagine it like a suburbia movie i'm just like opening my door closing it behind me and then going and then walking to school <laughs> what an eventful walk to school for you <laughs> this is the walking to school episode <laughs> 
Maybe that was the transitional moment between me and Errol. Yeah, I was about to say, I love that you didn't put any of that on a character. That's just you. You're that's owning just, that. That's, that's just you. me becoming Errol. <laughs> that's, that's like your body fighting as Errol takes over. <laughs> so temperature change, brushing your teeth, is there anything else that just randomly causes gay? Like, obviously, you have, you have other triggers, but I mean, like, in um, that way. That's not sometimes, sometimes if the AC has been blasting and I get out of like a hot bath or shower, <laughs> I'll get hit with the same coldness That's, and I'll gag. I, I'll gag as well. Like, usually, as I'm reaching for my towel, I'll throw. <laughs> I'll just you, gag again. Oh my god! Do you ever gag when you're blowing Dan? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? What now? <laughs> when you're when you're giving blowjobs to Dan, do you ever gag? <laughs> Your silence tells me the answer uh, is yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm stunned. It'd be a great time for Errol to show up. <laughs> a little witty zinger back at him. <laughs> All right, well, that's a mark that down as a yes for Gavin. And what's next? A yes or a no, and like a wondering why. Why in that environment? So, temperature? Temperature causes you to gag? Yeah, I think so. Not not sure why, but I think that's something that is pretty regular for me and is pretty abnormal, but I'm just used to it. I have I have friends, I have like two friends that when they step outside from inside and it's sunny out, they'll sneeze. Is it like that? Do you do you step outside and gag? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it's cold, yeah. Definitely. Do you ever gag from cold food like a like a popsicle? No. What if you have like minty gum that's like really fresh? No, it doesn't do it. Maybe if I inhaled, if I put a popsicle in a mug or a thermos <laughs> and I just sucked it, maybe I would gag. If I just opened it and huffed it, like, well, like, because you saw Eric on uh, on New Year's Eve, I couldn't, I couldn't even be around my cold drink that day. But I think that was the the bubbles from the the ginger beer. So sudden temperature change can cause this, like going from hot to cold or cold to hot. Is it both ways or is it just one way? It's just hot to cold. Hot to cold. Huh. I wonder if we could trigger this in some way. Have you ever tried to go cold to hot? Uh, well, yeah, every time I leave the house here. Uh, uh, yeah. It, okay. W there was something you're going to do in the next episode. What was it? You're going to get something for the apple. Oh, right. Okay. So you're going to try the apple. Can you also get a, a mug and fill it with ice and see if we can trigger your gang for the <laughs> yeah. next episode also? And we're just yeah, doing like experiments on you. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just Definitely. imagining him being like strapping 20 ice packs to him in a porta potty and then having him step out <laughs> into the sun after like three minutes if he just starts gagging. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to go from being cold to hot than hot to cold. Like simulating that. Maybe before we do this to strumming or whatever, we just fill that thing with ice. And I'll just walk in there and you and you can see if you hear the gags. Mm. <laughs> you just want like raw ice? <laughs> <What do> you... <laughs> I love the idea of filling the toilet with ice. It's just ice cubes what, coming out. Would it would it make it cold in there? Probably would. I uh probably it would reduce temperature. I'd certainly assume. I don't know if it would be cold enough. I don't know what the temperature range is required for you to gag. What the minimum shift is. I would say fill it with dry ice, but I think I would die. Yeah, no, that would, would that would be it. yeah, that would not work. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, be like dead. you sitting in your office when the cats breathe all over you. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be a smaller space. 
It'd be like 20 cats in a port boy. <laughs> God, this is a real freak show. This is so weird. This is, and we have this one might more. Be, <laughs> this might be weirder than all the foot shit you were trying to put on me. Oh, man. Uh, uh, who's trying? I think yeah, we're going to try we got to try it. I don't. When is the fish thing supposed to arrive? Uh, it should be here in like the next couple weeks. It has to ship from the UK. And genuinely, I don't know how UK shipping goes right now with like COVID stuff. So I'm just waiting. That's just fair. Waiting. Are we yep. going to do smelling salts as well? Should we have like a range of things for him to try? Man, we're really going to beat just... the shit out of Jeff, huh? Um, yeah, we well, can I smelling feel like salts. Some smelling salts, I feel like, are. I don't know if that would be worse or better than realistically. What it's like Jeff, back in how? high. I'm in high school all over again. Just people beating the <laughs> shit out of me all day long. Like, say we say you're in there and we crack the can and yeah. we throw it in there with you. How long realistically do you think you're going to be stood in there? I mean, if my if my flaps work the way I think they do, I could stay in there indefinitely. <laughs> Gotta find out. Is there a Guinness World Record for the longest? Can we get Guinness involved? Uh, I mean, we could, right? But it's just, that's the whole thing. You have to pay them. They have to fly out. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give a fuck, but yeah, I can try. <laughs> Why do they give a shit about anything else? <laughs> because they're getting paid. They're like, well, I we, think that's we the pay whole... for it. It's expensive. We looked into this a few years ago. I wanted to do a show where we break Guinness records, uh, like dumb Guinness records that are easy to break. And it's like 10 grand to get one of those Guinness guys what? out there. Yeah. It's not that At much. least it was back then. That's that's crazy. pre-COVID. That's, wow. I feel like it would be more now. Yeah, it might like be, be more now. Point. Yeah, wow. We could see, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, it's worth exploring. I want to. I want to send you guys a photo. <laughs> Somebody sent this into the face Instagram, and I want to see, see if you guys notice anything funny about this photo. Okay, so Jeff is. Just it's a photo a of photo? it's a photo of sloppy joes. You can finally see what the camera looks like. Oh, so that's what the audience sees when, like, when they're walking down the street and they see a sloppy joes camera and they react to it. That's what they're looking at. And I was like, oh, cool. It's cool to finally see it. And then I noticed something that made me laugh for about an hour straight. And I want to see if you guys notice it. Okay. Uh, there's a mic above it. That's what it's it is. Camera. That's the fucking audio mic from the camera. <laughs> they just have an XLR hooked up to a, a fucking, st- like a band mic. And it's hanging from <laughs> it's hanging from a pole in the roof, which is why... Sometimes when it's making a thump, 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 thump noise, I realize it's just windy and the mic is just hitting against the wall back and forth. <laughs> Look at that fucking setup. That's almost more professional than I'd I expect. Mean, it's a professional mic, right? I mean, it's the same mic the bands are using inside, I guess. Wouldn't you want more of a shotgun, though, for, for it to be pointed in front of the camera? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. there's a lot that you could want more of. I don't think they give a fuck. <laughs> I, think they, just, I think they went, we pointed the camera. You got it. Everything I learned about Sloppy Joes is more fascinating than the last thing I learned. It's really The fact that that is, their, that is their setup is fantastic to me. Crazy. That's all. <laughs> now, do you have any interest in actually going to Sloppy Joe's at this point? I apologize if we talked about this, but you, you've become so invested in the exterior do you care at all about going to the physical place? Yeah, I would like to. I, I would like to. Uh, I would like to bring a little lawn chair and sit under the camera and just fucking <laughs> experience it firsthand. Uh, I'm sure at some point I will go. I, we will go check it out. Maybe if you're saying their setup isn't the most ideal, you could initiate some sort of trade with the Sloppy Joe's people. Could be great for the museum. Maybe a future item. Oh. I, I, I don't imagine this will fit before this upcoming RTX, but. The idea of having the sloppy Joe's mic is such a weird collectible. Oh. It is. 
That is interesting. Like maybe if they upgrade, I could. Oh yeah, that's great. That's a good idea. It would be good for the museum. Speaking of oh, speaking be. of the museum, uh, I think it's been announced, but we're doing a f face museum of oddities and things that are things uh, at RTX. And uh, so if you go to RTX in Austin this year, which is, I don't know, sometime in July, I think, Eric, you have probably have dates. July 7th through 9th. Tickets available at RTXAustin.com. You can go check out the uh, the actual face museum, our first version of it. You know, I, I talked about this about a year ago about wanting to take it on the road and do Ripken's Believe It, because why not? <laughs> uh, and this is get, essentially going to be the first version of Ripken? that. Well, oh, Ripken. That's funny. It's like Ripley, Ripken. Yeah, 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 I got it. No, I got it as soon as I said I'm an idiot, but that's very funny. <laughs> We all, well, it's it also not. we mentioned that like a year ago yeah well now we're doing it uh yeah no i mean just for andrew getting the joke <laughs> yeah no I, I forgot it i forgot the joke then i thought jeff flubbed then as i was correcting i realized i'm an idiot that's a really funny joke <laughs> and there's no way the plane was was i couldn't reverse it we're locked in i just had to crash <laughs> So we'll be doing that. We'll have a lot of uh, weird stuff. You can see like the baseball bat where Jeff hit, signed all the baseballs with it. And uh, about maybe Owl Owl and Puss Puss. Like there's a lot happening. And, and. Face rock. Yeah, yes. And. Face rock. A thing that must be seen to be, be believed. You can see it. Come see you, it. You know what. Yep. It is. You know exactly what it is. So come it's see the it. the ultimate thing. Mm -hmm. Can I, can I pitch a completely impractical idea that. Uh, would be in my head funny for RTX, but it pro almost certainly won't happen. Oh, please do! It's not—it's not too late in the game at all to yes, start. No, this, this is timely. It would be great if we had a giant canvas because you have Jeff's bat that, like, he, he did all the autographs with, right? Mm -hmm. If we had a giant canvas that people could dip the bat into paint and then swing and paint a canvas of of the swings, the bat swings, because a lot of paint flies off that bat. Could do essentially other people's attempts at Jeff's signature. On this giant canvas. Two stations, one green, one purple. Yeah, uh, even better. Look at there that. you go. Uh, Eric, an idea that, that you will not RTX? see at RTX. Yeah, I'll, the, yeah, I'll the definitely Gerpalizer. get that set up at RTX for sure. <laughs> we'll use la latex interior house paint. Yeah, be let, yeah let, me, let me go talk to the convention center. Yeah, so we want people to swing bats, but it's not to hit anything. It's just so paint flies everywhere. You guys are cool yeah. with that, right? <laughs> Well, you can do like a Dexter kill room and they step into it and they swing a bat with paint and it's perfect. It's easy. <laughs> face kill room. A, a face Dexter kill room. Great, man. Uh, we might, you might be able to see Errol. Oh. Ooh. Wait, what does that mean? Is it just a photo of... Well, this, you just opened up a whole set of questions. Are there photos of Errol that aren't you? Has no, there ever been... Like the, the mud in the tombstone. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I was, that I was thinking that you taking it like you might physically be a little bit different in some way <laughs> in these characters. You walk with a slightly different gait. Uh, you like have a toothpick. <laughs> he's just got a, li a little bit of a smirk. Yeah. You, you know, he's about, you know, he's up to, he's about to be cheeky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then I walk over to the uh, RT store booth. I gag and I start knocking all the yeah. shit off the shelves. <laughs> it's cold over here. <laughs> 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 there's a there's a pretty good chance you might even get to see my PS5 footstool yep. that I use when I'm recording. There's all kinds <laughs> of stuff we can put on there. It's very exciting. Mm -hmm. oh. oh, by the time this is out, uh, all of Does It Do will have come out. Yes, that is yeah. correct. That's true. Yeah, so go so back. If and you haven't it. seen them, that you can see f seven total mm -hmm. episodes. Yes, that's right. Oh, and the Hall of Do will probably be in the museum yes. as well. Actually, yeah. thanks for. Oh. Up. Um, 
We do have some new merch coming out. I know we need to wrap up, but I want to let people know that we have some new stuff coming out. We will have a uh, protected by Falcon sign. And, <laughs> and we will also have a, I, we've never done it before, a f- face vinyl. An episode I'm so excited. on vinyl. Uh, I think we're looking at that coming out, gosh, I think like early June, late May, something like that. So uh, follow us at FacePod on Instagram and on Twitter, and we'll keep you updated on those things. Uh, there's a yeah. lot going on. And by vinyl, he means vinyl record. Yes, it like is a vinyl, vinyl record. It is the whole episode <laughs> pressed. On, I've heard it. I've listened to the whole thing. It is the episode, and it is on vinyl. You listen to it on the vinyl? Am I what? Like you listen to the actual record, or you listen to the file? No, no, I have the vinyl record at my house. Oh, I, I had to listen to it to proof it. Yeah. Oh. I'll, even, I'll even say this. Uh, that vinyl record that Eric has has made an appearance in a few pieces of it, content in the has. back as an Easter, Easter egg, and nobody's noticed it. Nope. But it's, it's in, been on camera a few times. It's in the background mm. of a couple social things for uh, a couple different things around. So it's, it's yeah. really awesome. I can't believe we made it. It's real, and it's crazy. <laughs> so. it took about two years to make, but we did it. <laughs> And by, uh, and, a lot, and by we, Nick. Nick did most of the work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick and Ecom. But um, uh, oh, we'll also it's, have it's Gerplers. Pretty exciting. We'll also have Gerplers soon. Um, Great. So there, there will be some uh, some stuff, blind boxy kind of stuff going on. So you can, uh, we'll have an update on that stuff soon. At Face Pod on Instagram and on Twitter, you can stay up to date with everything. Um, but we do need to wrap this one up. I'm very sorry. We, we're just on a little bit of a time crunch. Will there be any golden gerps RTX? <sighs> Man, that's a good question. Let me see what I can. Like, what if oh, one? So what if one was inserted into Gavin, the store? They're so limited. I don't. They're know. so limited. We There's can try. Only... They're so well, limited. Let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can get, and then we'll we'll go. Are they? There. They're selling before the event, right? They are. That is correct. Yeah. It would be cool if you get a golden gerp and you're going oh. to RTX. There should be a thing where if you you could like show that you had it mm-hmm. and that gets you something. I don't know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you show me your golden gerpler at RTX on the floor, I will walk you over to the store and give you free merchandise. Wow. How about that? And you'll pull out the claws one more time. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll pull a little snicked snicked. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. That's an episode of <laughs> Face in the Can 151. We did it. Thanks to Pat Gavendale. Thanks to Raymond Somer. Thanks to Jeffrey Paul Wright and the other two. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to like and review and rate and subscribe and tell everybody that you've ever met to listen to the <laughs> Face podcast. Because if you don't, uh, well, we don't want to find out what happens. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go blow Dan. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Don't gag. Hey, guys. Major League fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. That dog is long. Jeff is frosting. The Face waffle maker is awesome. Lots of supplemental content is incoming. How far would you sink in pancake sand? How long is your back? And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face.